In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. We're one mile high. We're in Denver. Good morning, Denver. I'm here finally with my co-host Jack. It feels it's been a lifetime. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm back. It's, it's been a while um, since we've sat down and had a chat. Obviously, takes near enough every single day. But um, no, it's good to be back. Um, horrible last week. No game. Um, but hey, I made a killing. I had a fantastic day. Um, it was just unbelievable. Uh, started drinking at half 11 in the morning, finished at half three. Um, so it's half 11 just before the afternoon. And then I finished at half three in the morning, jumped in a uh, taxi home from central London, um, made a load of money um, betting some over-unders and a 11-fold bet came in. So uh, I had an absolute field day. About to say a taxi home for you must be 80 pounds. I was shocked. I don't know what the app was my mate got. It weren't Uber, but £47. It's a 45-minute ride. Um, so really, really impressed with that. And uh, I happily paid the bill. Um, had a field day. Everything came in. Every single bet. It was phenomenal. Well, mate, we're in, I'm in Denver. And it's the Browns playing. I'm in the hotel. I've got to be quiet because I'm on the same floor as the Cleveland Browns executives. It's 4 a.m. in the morning. So, um, yeah, it's just um, great being out in Denver. And I think Denver, I would love to see more of it, actually. I've only been to one Browns bar, but it's like Vegas with snow. It's, <laughs> it's like that de- you land in a desert type feeling and you see loads of snow and everyone's really nice and friendly. Yeah, it's a bit like Mad Max, I think, like just in a city in the middle of a, nowhere with the Rocky Mountains around it. So uh, I really want to get out and explore and see more of it. Love that. Go on. Give us some details. Who you been meeting? We want names. All right, here we go. I won't, t- I won't say everything, Jack, because some things always kept, kept as personal. But I jumped out of the taxi and like a fool, I saw Dorsey with his wife in the, lo- in the outside getting a taxi. I put my hand out and went, Dorsey, how are you? He looked at me like, who the, who the fuck is this idiot? <laughs> So um, I then went up next to him and he goes, what's wrong with your accent? And literally he started just abusing me from the first second I met him. And I was like, Dorsey, I was like, just saying to Dorsey, piss off. <laughs> and I met his wife and it was really nice. And yeah, Dorsey was just full of, full of, full of energy. So I got a picture of me and Dorsey and I left him. And then I went to the reception to sign in. He came running over like a child, picked up my credit card and uh, passport, took it away and said, don't let him sign it or let him check in. I'm like, Dorsey. And that's when I decided to like film it. And then you can see me and him just having uh, a bit of fun together. And I'm, I can't remember what he said to me. He said, time to wake up these sleeping giants. And yep. uh, yeah, he said, don't worry about anything. It's all going to be good. And uh, yeah, mate, just an absolute top guy. Just... Um, like me you or anyone else but there's only one different he's got huge hands i mean like his hands are massive and um yeah just a just a great guy so um yeah 
seeing that firsthand was absolutely amazing. And now, when I was in Bria and I was behind Dorsey walking up these stairs, I wish I said something to him now. But um, yeah, he's just a just a great guy. Ah, uh, he's a, he's an absolute character. Um, and anyone that's been around sort of football for that long is uh, going to have a personality. So uh, no, it was a funny video. If you're not following Paul on uh, Instagram, um, I think you put it on Twitter as well. Uh, go find him. It's at Paul Brown underscore UK. Am I right? Yeah, that's correct. Cleveland.com contact me and asked me for official statement. Was Dorsey drunk? I replied with no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, full door sometime. Yeah, I also sat down with um, Scott Shammer for an hour. I'll uh, from the, the right side of the pond. The wrong side of the uh, wall, though. Um, wall, <laughs> um, but yeah, mate, he. Um, He's not very, um, knows a lot about Britain, to be honest. He's been over in the States so much. But me and him had an hour chat. He, um, yeah, he's really excited being in the city. Being, he went out Friday night with the rest of the Browns. It sounds like there's really good bonding. And I don't think it's been really mentioned, but it does feel like all the players are back in the coaches and in the organisation. And it sounds like there's no real major conflict, which was nice. Um, but yeah, he was just telling me about his Jeep, his ball, every, his whole life basically in Cleveland. <laughs> how much he loves being in Cleveland and how much he loves the people and how he's looking forward to punting tomorrow because of the altitude. He reckons the ball may go even further tomorrow because of the uh, the ball that's going to be a bit crazy. And uh, the only breaking news I'm willing to say about uh, Scottish Hammer is he has his own room because he snores. <laughs> that's an exclusive there right go. there. <laughs> There we go. That's the official Paul Brown podcast breaking news. Um, Cleveland.com do an article. Yes, it's true. Scottish Hammer snores and he has to have his own room. <laughs> I love that. Well, one thing that's always, um, he's probably more or less a lock now for rookie team of the year. Obviously, as a punter, um, there's not that many come into the league each year and he's had a fantastic season so far. But um, one thing to keep in mind, it's a tough role because he's a undrafted free agent there's no guarantees really for until he's got sort of four years done in the league so um he's got to battle every single week it's not like a player like your obj's like your bakers who were drafted and there's lots of guarantees in their contract they have a bad week they're safe that's a man that's got to fight for four years to get that second contract and good luck to him i was beating the drum all off season i was there going you've got to keep him here's the one um, it's a sensible cap move and he's got room to grow and wow he is growing and I'll only, I think he's only going to get better Yeah I have to say myself Jack that um, you know that I was always a Colquitt fan in the aspect of I thought and this maybe shows how naive I am that I thought that Colquitt pro bowler you know just saving a mil was going to or a mil and a half is just going to what's the point, you know, when you've got someone as good as that? And uh, yeah, I've been totally proven wrong. And of course, I've always loved the guy, Scottish Hammer, but I see it from a Browns point of view. And uh, yeah, I'm really amazed of when we're halfway in the season. And I don't know how you feel, but you can't really tell a lot of difference between him and Colquitt. Oh, no, not at all. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm taking nothing away from Colquitt. Colquitt, I would say, was a top 10 punter in the league. Um, and also, you've got the angle of, if you'd have asked me who's going to be better for 
this season or even the first half of the season, I'd, I'd, I'd have still agreed that Colquitt is slightly better than um, anything the Scottish Hammer could do. But he, he's even proved me wrong. So um, I was looking at it from a cat move and looking, this lad's got room to grow. I think he'll be good. I didn't think he'd be quite this good. So yeah, he, he's outperforming expectations. And there's going to be a week or two where it doesn't go as planned. And it's just don't get on his back. Um, every player makes mistakes. And it's tough um, as those sort of special teamers. There's no sort of rotation. You don't have a bad game as a wide receiver and they bench you for half the game. You've got to go out there and keep going. It's a tough, tough, lonely place. Um, but no, the guy's absolutely balling and best of luck to him. He, he is a uh, talent, a funny guy. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, one thing. I want to say, and uh, mate, it's four o'clock in the morning. I don't know if I've already said this to you, but um, it's really weird. I asked him about the media, and he is totally sh- uh, sheltered from the media. So he, he didn't know about Grossi and Mayfield, for example. So um, yeah, I was really shocked about that, and I had to show him the video, you know, like what's going on on social media. So um, yeah, it's interesting that players actually don't really know what's going on. It's good to see because it's something the Patriots always preach. It's like, keep your head in the game. Who really cares what's going on um, outside? It's all about the 53 and the team. So, um, no, it's, it's good to see that at the end of the day, if they're all sitting there worrying about what Gross has done for the rest of that day, then they've not got their heads in the game. So, um, yeah, sod Grossies, sod the media. Um, keep balling and um, let's see. And another one, I just want to shout out the other special team who's obviously kicking is Austin Seibert. I... <laughs> I made a really, really bold prediction of him to be a rookie of the year. And he's balling. He is absolutely balling. Um, best of luck to the guy. I still don't agree with drafting a kicker, but he's doing a fantastic job. And uh, it's nice having a kicker that's not a Man United fan. Here we go, mate. He's been on the radar, really, in, in like the NFL weekly competitions and stuff. But he hasn't missed a kick yet. And obviously, I keep my eye on Zane Gonzalez, who's kicked a lot more you know he's inside I think he's kicked 20 I'm going to make this up 24 and number um, one kicker in fantasy Zane Gonzalez is he? yep oh god so um, yeah I think he's kicked 24 times or something and he's made I'm just, yeah 22 23 Austin's maybe done 10 maybe or 9 or I don't know come on start Google him um, but yeah he um do you think there's a chance he could get Rookie of the Year if he just keeps this constant under the radar? Um, I think Ridley Williams will be um, Brown's Rookie of the Year purely because uh, of the importance of the position, cornerback versus uh, a uh, kicker. And I, th- I think Scottish Hammer's slightly eking um, Austin Siebert at the minute. So I think if I was going to have to give them out at the moment, even though he missed some games, um, greedy, I'd go greedy one. Number two, Scottish Hammer. Number three, Austin Seibert. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd say that that for me is our um, one, two, three rookie of the year. Um, Austin Seibert has made um, 10 of 10 in terms of field goals. I'm trying to find the um, extra points. Yeah, I, I just want to say while you're looking that up is that I'm meeting all the Browns fans here. It's a, we're in a hotel. We're in the Hyatt's. Regency, it's not a secret where we are. Load of Brown fans here, load of players. And the feedback has been really buzzing, like Brown's players signing things, being really open to discussing. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really, really uh, good atmosphere here in Denver. 
So the final, the number on the extra points is made 11 of 13 of the extra points. So he's hit all his field goals, which are much more important. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's doing well on the uh, field goals. Extra points, 11 of 13 is not great, but hey, it's uh, you're going to get odd little things. And yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked into them. Were they sort of maybe the Scottish Hammers fault? Who knows? Yeah. Then the last person I met is your friend. Ben Allwright. Allbright. What a, lad. what a lad. For this one, I can't say too much what happened. But what I can say is that fair play to him. Like, he just jumped into the Browns backers. And we got, I'm going to guess, with 400 Browns fans there. Just turns up. And really nice that obviously I've got a kill. I've got Browns written all over me. And there's people come up to Ben going, oh, Ben, can I have a photo? And uh, Ben... And he's just like, yeah, sure, talking to Browns fans. And uh, didn't realise he's ex-military, good-level boxer. His family play rugby at a high level. And, um, yeah, man, I just um, would love to see him on NFL.com, like Mike Mayock, and uh, in a few years' time, uh, being a GM somewhere, that would be amazing. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think he's probably more likely to go the media talking head route. But um, no, it's good luck to him. He, he's just such a nice guy. Spends so much time answering questions on Twitter, everything else. He's got time for everyone. And uh, no, it's a really nice guy. I asked him, can you name all 53 rosters in the NFL? And he, he said, yeah, definitely. No worries. And I was like, <laughs> mate, fair play. And I said, can you do the top 90? in preseason, and he said I can yeah so uh, yeah fair play to him mate he's a bible of information and uh, a lot of people may say to him like, what gives him the right to tweet and say what he says and knows what he says but he's studying 24-7 Jack like totally different to like me and you he's studying uh, all 32 teams all the time knowing what's going on etc etc so you know you've got to give him credit for doing that yeah, he's got the sources and me and you are just on the source. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, the breaking news, I don't know if you've heard about it. I don't even know if it's, I'm allowed to say it, but he's doing something with the 49ers DC, something about some bigs kicking off at the moment. So uh, watch your space. Yeah, fantastic. One thing I want to ask is, have you seen the boys from Surviving the Season yet? Mate, we've texted, but we haven't met yet. So uh, um I'm going to text him now and uh, I really hope that I didn't walk past him and or, or missed him in the in the bar because it is non-stop. You just literally see people and it is yeah, crazy out here and it's just uh, great fun. So, um, but yeah, he's one person I've been met. I'm meeting up with Jake Trotter today, Scott Pentrack and yes, if I miss season are 100% on my list. So I really want to uh, make sure that I meet up with him. Yeah, I don't know if it's Greg or Adam. One of them's out there. I think... Mate, one, I, one of the bar- I still don't know who I ever speak to. <laughs> you know better than me. One of them's in Tampa and one of them's in Cleveland. Who, do you know which one's out or not? No, but I've, I've, haven't, they, haven't they moved? I think they've moved. Well, I think they're, they're both, both in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Or oh, they're in the process. They're filming from one of their son's rooms at the minute because they're all moving around. They're not filming in Walmart at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting times. Um can't wait. Hopefully, going to meet them boys in Dallas next year. Yeah, question, Jack, is uh, what's your views and predictions on the uh, uh, Denver game? 
I think it's going to be a win. I think it's going to be quite low scoring. So don't be expecting a uh, field day. Uh, they're obviously starting a rookie QB. So expect sacks and expect uh, probably some turnovers. I think the key thing the Browns need to do, and you'll hear me every episode banging on about, it's about having your five um, DBs obviously playing the nickel. This is a day where you don't play the nickel. Um, they're not going to be up throwing the ball. Cortland Sutton's great. I wanted him drafted um, at the top of that second round, and instead we got two players that I didn't want. Um, but they're going to be focused on running the ball. They've got Lindsay. They've got Freeman. That's what they're going to focus on doing. That's great. So let's go 4-3, pop in another linebacker and just defend the run. And you'll never probably hear me say that again, but they're not going to be throwing the ball and airing it out like mad. He's going to, might make some big shots and he might get a couple of big passes to Cortland Sutton, but that's not going to be their focus because he's not really had any practice to go out there and throw um, in games. So I think this is going to be his first ever throw in the NFL. So he's coming in very, very fresh. Um, third choice quarterback on the team. Um, Drew Locke's still not back from IR. Joe Flacco's gone on IR. Um, so, no, I'd just focus on protecting that run. And if you shut down the run, force him to throw. And then when you're forced him to throw, that's when you take off on those linebackers and put in another uh, DB, in probably in the second half, maybe in just in the fourth quarter. And that's where we'll start seeing the interceptions. So protect the run. Um, we need to throw quick. So I want to see plenty of 12 personnel from the Browns on offense. Um they're going to cause some trouble there. D-line's done well. So, no, uh, quick passing game from us. Focus on the uh, run and stopping the run when it comes to them. And I, I think we'll win. And I think it might be comfortable. Yeah, I'm going with a 15-12 Browns win. Yeah, I, th I think you're around the right area. I think it'll be probably 17-10 to the Browns. Um, I don't think you're going to see a massive scoring game or anything like that but I think we'll come away feeling we were comfortable and we dominated the game and we got the result we deserve so it's not one that if you're going to see points they're all going to come in the fourth quarter um, where potentially they start airing it out and going for it and maybe we get some turnovers and things but um, yeah I think you're going to see quite a tight but comfortable game yeah I haven't got a ticket for the game as always so it's going to be quite rock and roll tomorrow morning or in it's four o'clock here, so two o'clock kickoff. So it's not long at all, ready to kick off. Um, yeah, I don't even know when the game's kicking off. Is it a uh, what time is it in the UK at the moment? In the UK, it's half 11. Wow, so, near uh, midday, yeah, nearly midday. Game kicks off in three more hours until we've got the first game of the day, which is the um, Jaguars versus the Texans at Wembley. And then it's all games, games, games straight from then. So uh, let's look at the, the Browns game is an afternoon game. So it's a 9.25 kickoff in the UK. So it's the uh, late game for us here. But yeah, I'm going to be watching games all the way from half two in the afternoon till half four at night. Excellent. And uh, anything else you want to catch up on, Jack? Um, no, I, th I don't think there's too much more to add. There's a couple of other things we could discuss, but I'm, I'm not going to put it in this one. Let's keep it... Uh, nice and positive and free flowing. Um, I think it's an exciting time. I've said, and you can go back and check the receipts. I've tweeted it. I said, we're going to win at least eight of the last nine games. After the start we've had to the season, I'm going to slightly temper expectation. I'm going to say 
I'm going to guarantee, I'm going to guarantee, not promise, I'm going to guarantee seven of the last nine games this season, Browns wins. Are you willing to lose your hair for this? Mate, I'm losing my hair already. <laughs> it's not all right, awesome. Not looking good well, at all. Sorry, Jack. It's not looking good at all when it comes to my hair. Yeah, I've got... All right, guys, we just want to say, um, please keep reviewing. When I'm over in America, it's amazing. And something you don't see, Jack, is we've got like over 100 reviews on our podcast in, oh, in wow. uh, America. So uh, please keep re- keep uh, giving reviews. And what I'm going to do next half an hour is actually just go through and read them all. Hopefully they've got some abuse in there as well. It'll be quite funny to read. And uh, Oh, mate, you, you've, got, you've got a screenshot, some of them, send them over because I bet there is some absolute crackers in there. And let me know what the star rating is. How many one stars are racked up? Yeah, okay, that'd be quite funny. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> I'll try and find them, okay? All right, mate. Well, let's go, Browns. Are you watching the game at home? or uh, just, at home, just at home today, I'm going to uh, watch the uh, first game. Then I'm going to have a, uh, a lamb roast. I can cook a lamb roast at home. And then after that, I'm going to uh, have some chicken wings and nachos and stuff um, after the six o'clock games. All right, well, uh, two o'clock kickoff here. So I finish about six. Then I'm going to go and find these mountain... Rocky Mountain oysters, so I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, it's not the uh, second time you've had balls in your mouth. <laughs> you no, really? no comment on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, buddy. Have an amazing trip, and anyone, if you've got a ticket, let Paul know. Go Browns, and have a wicked day, buddy. Cheers, bro.